السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين My beloved brothers and sisters a very interesting and very important topic that we must discuss and we must realize and understand is that amongst us there are scholars those who are teaching us they've disseminated to us the knowledge of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they continue to teach us there will always be difference of opinion amongst the scholars remember that it's impossible not to have difference of opinion from the time of the sahaba radiyallahu anhum they differed and at times they differed very strongly but none of them belittled the other because that is a disease and it becomes a mental psychological problem either a superiority complex and inferiority complex or simple mental illness or the fact that the person has not purified themselves they haven't cleansed their hearts because the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taught us even in his presence when there was difference among the companions before they could get to him to clarify it he made it clear that there is a certain etiquette you differ in a way in a manner that will continue to ensure the respect of the person you differ with no matter how strong that difference is the reason i say this is lately there are scholars who have differed on the coronavirus on the wearing of the mask on the social distancing on so many other matters there are scholars who have differed on so many things of late some of them have stooped lower than the levels of a true mu'min to belittle others and we need to call them out because if we don't the youth and the public will lose respect for all the scholars and they would then lose respect for the deen they would not be interested in listening to the scholars saying these guys are just fighting amongst each others each one is calling the other names no no each one is not calling the other names some are calling others names while the others are busy working very hard i was taught by my own scholars and my own asatida my teachers and those whom we look up to in terms of our elders our predecessors they always said busy yourself in your work never insult a person you differ with what's your aim is it to present the haq and the truth if it is present it in the most beautiful way say i believe this opinion is correct because of a b and c and i believe this opinion is totally wrong it is unacceptable because of x y and z stop there and continue but when you begin to belittle someone call them names remember you are far away from islam let alone the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi because the prophet says la yadkhulul jannata man kana fi qalbihi mithqala habbatin min khardalin min kibr a person in whose heart is an iota or a mustard seed weight worth of pride will not enter paradise so the sahaba radiyallahu anhum asked him you know we like to wear good clothes good shoes etc conveyance what not he said no the pride is to reject the truth and to despise people to belittle others that is pride 
Pride comes in three most important things. Number one, when you have a lot of wealth, you need to check yourself for pride. Number two, when you have a lot of authority, you need to check yourself for pride. Number three, when you have a lot of wealth, you need to check yourself for pride. These three things are an amana for the ummah, not for you. When Allah gives you wealth, it's not for you, it's for the ummah. When Allah gives you authority, it's not for you, it's for the ummah. When Allah gives you knowledge, it's not for you, it's for the ummah. So Allah tests you and shaitan comes and tamper with you. You develop pride. I think I know. I think I have. I think I'm powerful. The minute those three contaminate your mind, you have a problem. You need to go to a real and a true scholar of the deen just to clean your heart. Today, we have sheikhs who people look up to and they say, this is my sheikh. But if you study that sheikh, he has hatred in him. He has jealousy. He has ill feeling. He swears and belittles other scholars. What type of a sheikh is it? Is it not a sign of the hour? A simple vagabond from the street will tell you, please clean your heart. La ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. When I walk into this masjid, I always notice one verse that brings me reassurance. People say, why do you keep going to this masjid? I say, well, it's my local masjid, number one. Number two is that it says here at the top, Do you notice the sign? Indeed, verily, all believers are brothers and it's the vibe and the feeling we get when we walk into here the pride is out of the window do you notice that everyone is together no matter who you are that's the feeling you should be having in the masjid so that's why it's a masjid with a difference go to the other masjids they all have verses that someone has chosen to put up mashallah that's good it's a reminder for me this one stands out in a way different from others my brothers, my sisters, when scholars differ with one another, remember the one who is belittling the others is the one who has a mental problem, a psychological problem, a complex they need to deal with. No matter who they are, how old they are, how many years they've been going on for, no problem. They have a psychological issue. They are causing damage to the ummah because the Prophet ﷺ has taught us you're not allowed to belittle another human, let alone a scholar of the deen who's working hard to serve Islam. Here in this masjid, you and I know there are people sometimes who will come and try to nitpick to say, you know what? Your scholars know nothing. They've studied in this place. These guys are from this part of the world. Those guys are from there. They know nothing, etc. It's a problem we've been facing for a very long time. But look at our scholars. What are they doing? They are so busy doing the work. They don't even have time at times to even know what others are saying about them. They don't even know. Someone says, did you see what so-and-so said about you? The answer is no, I haven't. I mean, we're busy doing the work. They are, they are free sitting and talking about others. On the day of Qiyamah, where are those who did the work? They will all be one side. Where are those who sat aside and kept on talking about them? They will be on the other side. My beloved scholars, if you are belittling someone here, I am today telling you, stop it. It's enough. Allah will take you to task. You are destroying the ummah. That's what it is. The youth are looking for guidance. If you differ, present the difference of opinion. Say, I believe these, this opinion is wrong. Those are scholars. They tried. I differ with them. That's it. Why do we have to go and stoop so low to confuse the masses? There are genuine scholars who have done decades of powerful work and we call them names. What happens to the youth? We have generations to worry about. The ummah we have to worry about. It's not about you and I. Please, oh dear scholars, 
I'm sorry to say it, but I have to say it bluntly. Behave yourselves. Here are the masses looking for guidance, not looking for swear words against one another. You find one calling the other names and what's the other one doing? He will smile and say, may Allah forgive him and he will keep on doing the work. My brothers and sisters recognize them. When you hear a scholar belittling another, understand it's a mental problem. Understand it's a psychological issue. Understand it's a complex that they've developed thinking that they know and everyone else doesn't. And understand when a scholar begins to sway at another and scoff at another and belittle another, it's a sign he has lost not only the plot, but even the argument. You know, it's like kids when you're playing a game and you're a big guy and a little guy comes and actually wins. What do you do? You spoil the game and you say, he's an idiot. He's a dog. He's a puppy. He's a whatever. He's a pig and so on. May Allah forgive us. These type of words are being used by those who are supposed to be carriers of the deen of Allah, of the Quran and Sunnah. My brothers and sisters, do you really think those are our true leaders or should we excuse them? Should we excuse them? Because if we're going to go back and fight back, what will happen? We will create a public disaster for nothing. We're going to make a fool of ourselves as an ummah. The truth is we make dua for them and we carry on. The Quran teaches us when the ignorant and the arrogant, the juhal, when they are communicating with you, the only thing you can say is salam, peace. And you walk away, maintain your peace, keep the peace among the people and continue. Allah will grant you goodness. My brothers, my sisters, it's about time we as the ummah, the masses realized and recognized those who make a true effort and constantly serve the ummah. They serve humanity. They go out, they feed the poor, they go out, they teach Diligently, there are people we don't even hear of who have produced Huffar. They have produced so many of the young people learning the Quran. You and I were taught by men and women of knowledge who have dedicatedly trained us when we were young to read the Quran. No one even mentions them. No one even knows them at times. Those are the awliyaullah. Those are the friends of Allah who dedicatedly work quietly teaching Alif, Alif, Ba, Ba. Da, da. Those are the ones who get a full reward, massive, and they are not even known by the public. They are known by the angels who carry their sadaqa jariya, the reward on a daily basis. La ilaha illallah. May Allah bless all those who taught us from the beginning right up to the end. My beloved brothers, my sisters, don't fall into the trap of belittling scholars because one of them have belittled the others or a group from among them have belittled the others. Like I say, difference of opinion is legitimate. You are allowed to say your opinion regarding the mask, your opinion regarding the vaccine, your opinion regarding the social distancing, your opinion regarding anything. If you're a scholar, you're allowed to mention it with its merit and with its evidence, but you're not allowed to belittle another or scoff at them or call them names because then you need medication. You need to visit not only a psychologist, but a psychiatrist, because there is a mental problem, honestly, that will seep through the masses who begin not to greet a scholar of Deen simply because he has another opinion regarding a mask. I've seen people walk into a masjid without mentioning where and a great scholar, a great scholar in front of us. And some say, don't greet him, he's wearing a mask. And these are people with beards that could actually, subhanallah, reach their belly buttons. May Allah grant us goodness. 
which means you would think they are religious. Where is your heart? How dirty is it? How rejected are you to not greet a, a fellow Muslim? They call each other kafir and kuffar, yet they are saying the shahada. That does not take you out of the fold of Islam when you have a difference of opinion. Express it. It's been going on from the beginning, from the time of the Sahaba. They did not call each other kuffar because they differed in certain matters. They didn't. That's a weakness. It's, it shows you don't even have the evidence to back yourself up. You just have to swear like a child. You have to belittle like a baby, like someone who hasn't even come out of their twos. Don't do that. Do you have merit in what you're saying? Then present it properly. Show the evidence. Be confident with the haq in your hands and move on. Move on. The ummah will remain intact. People will respect you. They'll respect the others who hold a different opinion. The funny thing is, wallahi, I want to share with you a story before I close. There was one scholar who saw the prohibition of a certain thing and he was vocal about it and he belittled others. His son was affected by a disease, right? When that happened, he was forced to follow the opinion of the other scholars. The irony of it is while behind the scenes, he imposed on his family the opinion of the others. He kept on promoting the opposite opinion simply because of pride. And I told him, I said, do you know what? Why don't you come clear and honest? And tell the public that I've been saying this, but I'm wrong for my own son. I'm using a different opinion. And you know what he said? He said, no, I still agree with the original opinion, but this is only necessity. So I'm using it for my family. So I said, is there not a necessity for the whole ummah? Look at how the scholars are making fools of people. Then they, they con us and they say, well, those are scholars for dollars. Scholars for dollars is a, is a term used by some to refer to others when they have no other way of challenging them. When they are not confident with the truth that they have within them, you are belittling someone. Not all of them are like you, my beloved. Not all of them are like you. You can ask around even here in Bosmont. There are certain scholars who bring you the dollars instead of taking from you. Ask them. They will tell you, they will confirm that, you know what? These scholars, they are not scholars for the dollars. They are scholars who give the dollars. Not all the scholars are poor. Some of them are wealthier than some of the wealthiest you would know. You don't know. Why be jealous of them? They didn't steal the money. They didn't sell the deen. Don't think things up with your mind. Because of your jealousy, work on it. May Allah protect us all from jealousy. Jealousy will eat your good deeds like fire eats dry logs. The reason I mentioned this today, we as the masses need guidance and as scholars, the fraternity needs to be told, listen, differ and differ strongly, but with utmost respect.